Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah's Dreams. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, fill it in for Steve Schultz. Happy Wednesday. You know, usually on Wednesdays, we have Kat come on and join us, but there's a little bit of a scheduling conflict where it just couldn't work out today. So instead of Kat, we have the beautiful Donna Rigney with us today. And uh, today's show is going to be very, very full of lots of prophetic insight from God. Um, She has pages and pages of notes of what God has been sharing with her. So just get ready for today's show. It's really going to bless you. But before we bring her on, we just want to thank you guys again so much for supporting and giving to the digging of new wells. Um, People's lives are being changed every single day and people are being presented with the gospel. They are seeing the love of the Father and it could not be possible without you. So enjoy this video to see um, where all the fruit of your giving is going. My family and I would walk long distances to collect this dirty water. Can you imagine having to do this? Now I have clean water near my home because of you. This is the water you have given me. Thank you again for partnering with us to help those precious people in Uganda. And if you feel led to give, um, you can donate online, ElijahStreams.com slash donate. You can mail in a check or you can find the link in the description. Thank you guys again so much. And we pray for those precious people over there, God, that they would know you and you would continue to show your love to them um, through everyday things like clean water, God, food. Lord, provide for them everything they need. Your word says that you will provide us this day our daily bread and you will put clothing on our backs, God. And we thank you for what you're doing in Jesus' name. All right, let's bring on my guest today, Donna Rigney. Donna, it's so great to see you. Oh, it's wonderful to see you. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on today and I know you have a ton, we were talking earlier, ton and ton of content. So, um, you know, let's just open with right away. Let's just open with um, the Lord's been giving you prophetic words about um, kingdom of love. And, you know, it's funny because when I first read that, when I was going over your notes, we just had Krista Elisha on yesterday. And she talked all about experiencing the love of the father and how the new outpourings coming are of love and of unity. And then here, you know, I see your notes. And the first thing is you're talking about a kingdom of love. And I'm like, oh, what a perfect show to have right after Krista. So tell us what the Lord said to you um, on February 3rd about a kingdom of love. I'd love to. I'd love to. I'm going to just say a quick little prayer. 
Father, yes. I pray that as your word goes forth, that you would shower us with your love. That every single one who's a little bit love deficient, oh, or needs some love, that you would just fill them up today as we minister and as we talk and discuss your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sometimes we can get a little love deficient. <laughs> And, and, and that means like sometimes we need some loving. We feel lonely or we feel just rejected or whatnot. Or we can also have a tough time loving some people. So yes. our, our love quote quoter might be down a bit. And so God fills us up. Amen. <laughs> that is love. So I'm just going to begin uh, reading this. He said to me, daughter, my kingdom is a kingdom of love. It is built by love, on love, and love sustains it. And I knew when he was saying love, he meant him. God is love. Okay. Amen. Those who truly love us and our children receive the greatest rewards, even on earth. Yes, love draws us from heaven and brings our glory. So that what he's saying is, is that our love for him and for one another, it draws him from heaven to the earth. And that's the greatest reward we can receive. He's, he's, he says, I will bless you even if you give somebody a cup of water in my name because you love me. The, yes. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to reward you for the littlest things. But the greatest reward he can give us is his glory. It's mm -hmm. more of him. So then he continued to say, the unity and love of the 120 in the upper room drew us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, from heaven to earth at Pentecost, where we see love and unity. He says, wherever we see love and unity, we abide. Wherever God sees love and unity, his presence, like a magnet, that love and that unity draws him from heaven to us. Mm. So, oh, so that's what he said. he's saying. The love and the unity that was with those 120 in the upper room is what drew him to the Holy Spirit to come and fill everyone at Pentecost. And he said, resist every scheme of the enemy to deplete your love. He is a snake, a thief, and a deceiver. So be on guard. So he, just as I was saying, you know, our love can get depleted. He said, be careful because that's what the enemy wants to do is to, to, to deplete our love, make us love deficient. He said, yes, guard your hearts and minds because this is his last ditch attempt to stop us from pouring our glory out on the world. So mm -hmm. he said, guard your hearts, guard your minds, okay? God, the way you think about people, God, God, what you think about what's going on, put a guard over your mind. Just don't let your mind go wherever it wants to go. Yes, that's so think good. Loving thoughts, think good thoughts, you know? Uh, in Philippians 4, 8, it's, he tells us to, to fix our minds on those things that are good and pure and lovely. Think good things. Think good things about other people. And we have to make ourselves do that sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Guard your minds because this is the enemy's last ditch attempt right now. He wants to stop the glory. If he can stop us from loving here on the earth, then he can stop God from pouring his glory out because it's our love that draws his glory from heaven to the earth. Oh, 
So we get those are the those are the commandments, the only commandments he gave us. He said, "Love the Lord your God with God with all your heart, mind, strength, soul. Love your neighbor as you love yourself." This sums up the law of and the prophets. Right. And so, of course, the enemy is going to always constantly attack us in that area. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's what he's saying. I'm letting you know, this is the enemy's scheme right now. Oh, to cause you not to love. All right. Oh, I'm going to read that again. Yes, guard your hearts and minds because this is his last ditch attempt to stop us from pouring our glory out on the world. If he can get my children to hate one another, then he thinks he can stop us. But we have a remnant who truly love us and love one another. That love will draw us and all our glory to the world. So. The enemies say, oh, I'm going to get them fighting. I'm going to get them arguing. I'm going to get them finger pointing and accusing and judging and criticizing one another and getting mad at each other. But God said, I got a remnant. I got a remnant that loves me with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength, just like you said, and loves one another as they love themselves. I won't be stopped. <laughs> I'm pouring my glory out. All right. But we want to be, we want to be part of that. Okay. We, you know, um, when John the Baptist came, he came to prepare the way for Jesus. And I feel like we're in that time right now where, you know, just by the news reports, we're hearing about this wonderful revival that's breaking out in Kentucky and now Tennessee among the, the youth, the children, oh, and the college students, that this is the hour when God's pouring out his glory. This is the time right now. We're in it. And so he, Amen. when John the Baptist came, Jesus was alive, but he had, his public ministry hadn't started. And what his job was, was to get the people ready for Jesus. And this is what I feel like God is saying in this hour, get ready. Like John the Baptist said, prepare ye the way. <laughs> get ready because you don't want to miss one speck of what God is going to do in this hour. And how do we get ready? We get ready by spending time with love, spending time in his presence, letting his love fill us and overflow us, make us loving and kind and causing us to follow him more closely. That's how we get ready. And if there's anything in our lives that needs a little bit of a tweak or needs to be cleaned up, <laughs> the Holy Spirit will show us and help us to yes. get rid of those things. So God wants us to get all he has for us in this hour. He wants us to get the miracles. Huh? The signs and the wonders and all the things that he's planning on doing. He doesn't want us to miss out on it. It'd be like a, somebody looking in the window at a wonderful party celebration that's going on. He wants us in there celebrating. Yes. Amen. Okay. Amen. Oh. Um, and this, then he said this, pray for those who persecute and even hate you. And that will keep your love intact. That was why Jesus taught us. He taught us, pray for your enemies. Bless them. Don't curse them. Yes. Love your enemies. Oh, do good to those who hurt you. Pray for yes. those who persecute you. He, it was, of course, for them to be helped by our prayers, but it's also for us. Jesus was telling us that's for us because as you pray for people, that's going to put a guard on your heart because when you're praying for somebody, you can't stay in that place of being critical and judgmental. You want what's best <laughs> for them. Changes your mindset. And so it's a protection for us that Jesus gave us that command 
And he's saying, he's reminding us again, in this hour, where there's some stuff going on, criticism, judgment, different things going on, pray for one another. Pray for and yeah. keep your heart pure. Keep your heart pure. Okay? And then he started talking to me about Stephen. And he was the first martyr in the church. That's in Acts chapter 7. It talks about Stephen. And then verse 57 to 60 talks about how he was stoned. He, and how he, his life was taken from him. Right? So this is what he said about Stephen. Stephen kept a close guard over his heart and kept our love flowing on the early church. I was like, yes. wow. I never saw it like that before. He said, do the same. Keep your hearts pure and that's going to keep our love flowing on the church. He said, that love and forgiveness that Stephen was showing brought our glory from heaven and it did fall on his enemies. Paul was impacted by his prayer for forgiveness, birthed in love for those who stoned him to death and his price dearly paid, brought glory from heaven and changed the hearts of his accusers. So it was, what, what did he say? Stephen said, Father, don't hold this sin against them. Forgive them. They don't know what mm -hmm. they're doing, like Jesus said on the cross. Yes. He followed the example my son set. And he said, you do the same. And you will see my glory fall on all, even your accusers. And we all go through life with different people, you know, giving us a hard time. Because, mm -hmm. you know, we battle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. And the enemy uses people to, you know, just wound us and hurt us and attack us. And God's saying, in this hour, it's really important that you obey my word, that you see the example that Stephen, Stephen set for you and that my son set on the cross. Quickly forgive those that are giving you a hard time. And yes. the Lord had told me this years ago, he said, forgive quickly. When somebody offends you, don't wait a day or two or two days or you know, get on the phone with all your, your friends and tell them how hurt you were and whatnot. He said, forgive immediately oh yes. and then i love to forgive <laughs> you know, i know he loves to forgive yeah don't let the sun go down on your anger I you know, know that that means quick forgiveness and it's it's so easy to talk about this donna like to say well we see the example of Stephen. We see the example of Jesus. We see the example of what the, um, you know, the apostles wrote in, in the epistles to the church. And then we get in a life situation okay. where it smacks us like right in the face. Remember when Jesus, like someone hits you in the face, turn the other cheek and you're like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> and then that situation happens and you're like, oh. I mean, you realize that, oh my gosh, I need the grace of God to come. This, this is a supernatural thing. It is, I mean, it is a constant laying down of our own wants, our own opinions, our own justification. It's, yeah. it's a lifestyle of constantly doing this. And, you know, Donna's not saying this is easy, no. you know, like you're just, no. you just, well, I'm just going to will to do this. Well, when someone really wounds you, deeply wounds you especially I'm, I'm thinking of family members right those closest to ones. you yes yes it's it's you really got to walk through it with god 
I mean, it can sometimes be a process. Absolutely. And and this is what he was explaining uh, to me was in order to do this, that's why he wants us to spend time with him. Yeah. Because when we sit in his presence, that's when he gives us the love that's in his yes. heart for those people yeah. that hurt us. And that's yeah. where he comforts us and he gives us truth. He'll speak to us through scripture. He'll speak to our hearts. And he just helps us to be able to do this on our yes. own. You know what? This is just about impossible. It's really totally hard. impossible. Yeah. It's one of the most difficult things that Jesus asks us to do. It's yeah. not just to forgive your enemies, but to bless them, to pray for them, to love them. He's, he's like, yes. <laughs> Every but, time I read that scripture, I'm, I'm convicted by the Holy Spirit. Every time I read out of Matthew 5, I'm just like, Lord, you have to help me because I I lean on you, but I constantly need to be uh, leaning on you because we're seeing the world get darker and darker and darker. And that's the reality. And then we need more of his light, you know? Right. Yeah. So this absolutely. word's hitting me too, Donna. So, <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's always, we always need that reminder because he yeah. said, the enemy's a snake. He's a sneak. He's a deceiver. And he creeps in through the little yeah. circumstances that are going on in our lives. I mean, we have to really guard ourselves on Friday nights when we're praying for the nation, for everything that's going on in the world, because we're dealing with a lot of injustice. And so yes. if we pray from a heart of resentment, and bitterness, and anger towards those that are causing so much injustice, yeah. then our prayers don't amount to anything. Only those things that are done in love, birthed in love, bear any fruit. First That's Corinthians so good. 15. So we have to, you know, all of us, we have to work at this. Yeah. And it was hard for Jesus because mm -hmm. as much as he was fully divine, he was feel fully human too. And it was hard for him dealing with the Pharisees and Sadducees and, and all the people that were constantly attacking him. So he understands how difficult it is. And he says, get yes. off of me. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can forgive my enemies. I can bless my enemies through Christ who strengthens yes. me. I get yes. a part of him in his presence and he'll give me the grace and the strength to do this. Because he says, I want my glory to fill you and I don't want you to miss all these blessings. So then he um, began to show me through a scripture, who. Oh, um, Isaiah 32, um, how, uh, um, the reason why the enemy is launching this attack is because what's coming in the glory is going to be so phenomenal that, and so against the enemy that he, he wants to stop it before it's birth, before it's launched. And we know right now we're on the cusp. It's happening. It, you know, it, it's here. <laughs> it's yeah. explode. <laughs> Much, Amen. much more. We're just at the beginning of it. And so the enemy's ramping up his last ditch attempt to try to get us not to be loving so he can stop it or delay it. And this is the scripture that the Lord brought to me. And it, I'm reading it from the, the New Living Translation because it really says it exactly like the Lord just speaking to my heart through this. And starting in verse one of Isaiah 32, look, 
A righteous king is coming with honest princes. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And when I read that, I thought Jesus is the king of glory. Okay, yes. he's the king of glory. And Psalm 24 uh, says, uh, verses 8 through 10, Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. So this Amen. is, you know, here it is in Isaiah 32, a righteous king huh, is coming. The glory. Jesus is the glory of the father. <laughs> yes. So this great glory is going to be poured out. And it says, he will shelter Israel from the storm and wind. He's going to shelter us, not just Israel, us from the storm and the wind. He will refresh her as a river in the desert and as the cooling shadow of a mighty rock within a hot, hot and weary land. Okay. He said, when the glory comes, this is what's going to happen. Then at the last eyes of Israel, then at last the eyes of Israel will open wide to God. His people will listen to his voice. People are going to stop getting saved. Oh, ha. And people are going to hear his voice and listen to him with this great outpouring of his glory. Even the hotheads among them will be full of sense and understanding. And those who stand in uncertainty will speak out plainly. This is when mm. the, glory, the glory comes. All right. In those days, the ungodly, the atheists will not be heroes. And don't we see people worshiping? Um, People that really are ungodly. He said, that's not going to happen. We're going we're gonna to stop worshiping God and put down Amen. those four idols we've erected. They won't be heroes Amen. in anyone's sight anymore. Our Amen. eyes are going to be opened. Well, wealthy cheaters will not be spoken of as generous, outstanding men. Everyone will recognize an evil man when he sees him, and hypocrite, hypocrites will fool no one at all with the glory. This is what the glory is. Mm. That's cool. <laughs> See why the enemy's like, Beautiful. I don't want that <laughs> Their lies about God, the, the hypocrites, their lies about God and their cheating of the hungry will be plain for all to see. We're no longer going to look at evil and say it's good and look at good and say it's evil. The smooth tricks of evil men will be exposed as will all the lies they use to oppress the poor in the courts. Mm. But good men will be generous to others and will be blessed of God for all they do. Amen. That's powerful, powerful. And so he was showing me, this is why the enemy is like pulling out all the stops and trying to do whatever he can to stop my glory from coming. Because when my glory comes, you know, we've heard evil's going to be exposed. But this just like laid it out so clear. <laughs> This is what's coming. Eyes yes. couldn't see what was really going on. Are going to be opened, and we're going to uh, our understanding is going to be open. Everyone's is going to be because it's a worldwide revival, worldwide glory that's coming. We're on the brink of awesome things. Yes, yes, <laughs> amen. All right, now I'm going to go ho to the next one. All right. Okay. And 
uh, this was uh, on February 4th, uh, the Holy Spirit, the Father said, uh, the wicked shall pay a dear price for all their evil deeds. Exposure after exposure is coming from the top down. So the, the leaders, the highest leaders in what's going on in the world, they're going mm -hmm. to be exposed. He said, yes, it shall start at the top and no one will escape my scrutiny. They that have perverted justice shall stand in my courts before the just judge of all the earth. They will not be able to manipulate my courts nor influence my decisions at the, as they have done in the court systems they control. Mm. So he's saying wow. these unjust judges are no longer going to be able to do this. And they, they're going to stand before me and they're not going to be able to control my courts. And I did see, oh, maybe a month or so ago, I had a vision and I saw the father in heaven and he was sitting at a table and he had his black judge's robe on. And he stood up and he came down to the earth. Oh, and he stood on the earth and he started commanding angels with his left hand and then with his right and releasing mm -hmm. angels to go forth and bring forth justice to the earth. And then the next day when I was back in prayer again, I saw the father again as the just judge, but I was standing in front of him with my back against him. And I was commanding to the left and to the right. So he's saying in this hour, my children are going to pick up the rod of their authority and they're mm -hmm. going to be commanding, oh, ah, those things to happen to bring forth justice to the earth. Wow. This is an hour where great justice is going to be coming. And we've been crying for justice. We've seen yeah. so much injustice. Yeah. We need justice. Yes. Um, and then he went on to say about these that were control the courts and whatnot. He said, harsh were they towards the innocent, but harsher still will be the sentences they receive because I am just. Justice and mercy are the foundation of my throne. They yes. will receive justice while my faithful oppressed children shall receive mercy. So we're going mm -hmm. to see ju justice and mercy being displayed. And we know that's in scripture, that justice and mercy are the foundation of his throne. Yes. My mercy will bring them great comfort and recompense for all that was stolen from them shall be granted by my swift, just decrees. We're going to see the wealth of the unjust given to the just. Mm. God's be a great transfer of wealth. This is coming. This wow. is part of justice. We've been stolen yeah. from. We've been robbed. Oh, nations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And God is saying that this is an hour, the hour where justice is coming. Oh, Amen. and in, in that part of that justice is recompense, restoration for those that have been harshly mistreated, harshly judged. We've seen innocent people in prison. Since oh, yeah. two over two years. Oh, yes. God saying recompense is coming. Amen. And we we're we're gonna stand in faith and believe with a heart of love, praying for those that were used by the enemy to bring injustice for them to repent, for them to yeah. turn from their wickedness and repent and turn to God and keeping our hearts pure as we do this. Because it's we've seen tremendous, tremendous injustice. Oh, God, yes. Is this coming? 
keep your hearts pure, pray for those that the enemy used, that they will mm -hmm. repent. And that's going to happen because God is, is mighty. All right, now I'm going to point three, okay? <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're doing good. <laughs> oh, um, he said to me, um, my glory is coming fully to the earth. And in my glory, all will see justice and great exposure of all that was done in darkness. You know, his glory, you used to see this light is coming, you know? And he's saying, when my glory, when this great light comes to the earth, all that was done in darkness is going to be exposed to the light. He said, a great revolution is coming to this world. It will be a revolution against all that is evil and denies me and my existence. So there's going to be a revolution of righteousness that's coming. Mm. Okay? And Amen. he said, one of my war strategies is being announced. So God has war strategies <laughs> for this battle. But back in 2019, he told me, he said, a great war is coming to your land, a war like you've never seen before. I'm like, mm, wow. God. I didn't want it to be true. And, he's, and so I listened to him and he said, daughter, mobilize the troops. And then he said it again, mobilize the troops, daughter. That was a war strategy. Get mm -hmm. the people together and praying. And through being on Elijah's dreams, people are coming. We have at least 120 people every Friday night, and they come from all over. Wow, the church. praise God. That's a war strategy. And we're praying for the nations, not just our nation. We're praying for revival worldwide. And we're seeing God do wonderful things. Whenever we, we pray against abortion, we pray all the different, we have prayer targets. We pray for at least two hours. Just that part of wow, the meeting. Awesome. Specifically, it's a war strategy. Yes. So now he said, I got some more war strategies. And this is one of them. He said, one of my war strategies is being announced. The heralds like Paul Revere, Paul Revere back, you know, at the beginning of our country, he was a herald that will arise and call my children to arms. They will mm -hmm. wake up those who have been asleep in the darkness of deception. A clarion call will go forth through my spokesman. To get to their posts, this is what the clarion call is going to be to God's spokesmen, his heralds like Paul Revere, to get to their post, pick up their we weapons of worship, speak declarations of faith birthed by my Holy Spirit, assemble in my throne room with my hosts, with his angels, and bring heaven's glory to the earth. This is God's strategy. It's not his war strategy is way different than our, our war strategies are, you know, get arms, get guns. God's, no, 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 no. My kingdom is a kingdom of love. <laughs> love conquers all. Yes, amen. And then, then this was really cool. When, I, when he said this to me, I was like, wow. He said, trumpets will blast. More than one trump will arise and my breath will be upon their words. Mm. Their words will be mine and they will bring forth my will, my way, and in my timing. Pray that all heed the voice of my heralds to assemble and actively participate in this revolution. My goodness poured out on mankind will overcome evil. And when he said that, I remembered uh, the scripture from Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome but by evil, but overcome evil with good. And God's saying, I'm going to obey my scripture. 
I'm going to overcome evil that's overtaken the world with great good, with an abundance Mm. of with my glory. Cool. Mm. Amen. Uh So he said, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if we saw um, because a lot of people in the world, you know, they have uh, kids that go to college and their kids are in college. Just wouldn't it be wonderful to see the revival continue to spread and touch the children and the children would turn to the fathers and the mothers and they would see that they were complete. Something had completely changed about them and it would so impact because the love of God, when it's the genuine, pure love of God, I mean, it impacts you majorly. So I just was thinking when you were saying that, I was just thinking about, wouldn't it just be like God to start to pour out in different college campuses, friends, invite friends, invite friends, invite friends, invite friends. And pretty soon these kids are going home for break, summer break, and their parents are like, what happened to you? (laughs) Anyways, as you were reading that, I was just thinking, I mean, God, because God works in in amazing ways and, and through his body, that's how he works through his body. Amen. I'm just going to refer uh, back years ago. Um, the Lord spoke to me about what was going to happen that was going to be the beginning of this revival that was going to break out. In my book, uh, The Glory of God Revealed, I've got it right here. Um, he said in, in chapter 20, oh, and I just remembered this this morning was like, oh, this is in my book, this prophetic word that of what is happening right now we're seeing Amen. In, in Kentucky and in Tennessee now. And I, like you said, I know it's, it's just going to ignite and spread all over. But he said um, from Isaiah 11, verse 6, and a little child will lead them. And the, the, the chapter title is, he will use the lowly to confound the wise. So just what you're saying. He's going to pour out his glory and his love upon the lowly, the kids. (laughs) And then they're going to go home with all this glory and confound the wise, their parents. Amen. Whoa, I want that too. And I, you know, I'm hearing people say, because I get all these messages and stuff. I'm going to go there to that Kentucky revival. (laughs) Good. Yes. Okay. And, and I'm just going to, um, just this little bit that he said to me, um, uh, he said, young ones with the same character as David, Samuel, Esther, Mary, and John the Baptist are once again being groomed my, by me for the great final outpouring of my glory. And a little child shall lead them. The wisdom these chosen little ones will possess will not be refuted by even the most astute. I will take them from all sectors of society and many nations and give them a special seat in my kingdom. Mm. So this, he was describing to me what was going to come. And, and this was maybe about 10 years ago that he had given me this revelation that there's going to be this great revival and the children are going to be the catalyst that he uses to begin it. And, and oh, he said, beautiful. And brought me in the spirit and showed me a vision. And he said that uh, when Jesus came into Jerusalem, oh, uh, he was riding on a donkey. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is when he was going to 
of he was going to eventually be crucified and whatnot. This is the beginning of that. And he said, uh, in the past, my son came riding on a donkey. And again, he's going to come riding on a donkey, the lowly. So he, he was using that as an imagery that mm-hmm. he didn't come riding on a white stallion back then. He came on a donkey. And he says, I'm going to come my glory on the lowly ones, the ones that people don't listen to or just discard or just don't want to hear from whatever. I'm going to be pouring my glory on them. I'm going to come upon the lowly. I know Jesus is coming again on his white horse, but scripture says, but this is the hour we're living in now. He's going to be pouring out his glory and he's going to use the children. It's, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing that he's declared it, said, I'm going to do it this way. And now we're watching it unfold, right? Yes. You know, and I know we were speaking before and you said about your little boy. That was, it was. Yeah. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, he goes to um, a school um, at Morningstar, which is uh, where I'm in Charlotte. And the teachers called and said, um, chapel didn't end today. And it lasted over four hours. And chapel for them is it's grades K through 12 in the high schoolers worship. And they bring all the different um, grades in for chapel and for worship. And, um, you know, my my son's teacher, my son's 10, and she sent me a picture of him laying out on the floor, just like weeping under the power of God. And they stayed there for hours and hours. And so God is doing things all over the place. It's just maybe not as majorly reported as what we're seeing at Ashbury, but God has started to move in many different places, even in, I mean, in people's homes where if you just give him the time, I mean, you, you really never know what, what God wants to do because he's sovereign. Mm-hmm. So you can experience in, in your home right now. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're seeing the same thing with the children for the oh, past year and a half that we've been doing the, the services on, at the Church on the Rock. People bring their children and it's all night. We start at six o'clock and we didn't get home until one o'clock last week. Wow. <laughs> and the children are there. And they, when we are in worship, a lot of the children come forward and prostrate themselves on the the ground at the altar and just lay there and worship. Mm-hmm. And the, we have flags and the children are, are, are worshiping with flags and they're, they're enthusiastic. Their whole heart is in it, you know, yes. and no one's seeing them do that. And then I'm hearing reports that their children are reading the Bible, meditating on the word, praying for their parents. Parents are getting healed of different things that were wrong with them with the children praying. We had a little girl pray for a woman who had a lump in her breast and the breast like she, she got a word of knowledge, declared it, and the, the lump disappeared. It just oh, is crazy. wonderful. It's wonderful. God's already begun this, but it's about yeah. to explode. We're seeing now, oh, wow. Like you said, behind the scenes, this is happening, and we're not hearing about it, but it's starting now to get in the forefront where the media is grabbing a hold of this. Yes. And we're going to see adults now going to these colleges to these chapels <laughs> say, I want it too oh yeah oh yeah who who doesn't want to sit in that atmosphere there's wow. nothing like it right it's wonderful it's beautiful. it's beautiful what God is doing 
Um, okay, then, oh, I'm going to continue with this note. He said to me, lead the troops to battle like Jehoshaphat. Assemble the worshipers and boldly declare my words. That was how he won the war he was fighting. And that is how my people will win this battle. Now is the time. Okay, say now's the time. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Not six months from now, now. The Paul Revere's must be released. Cry out the warning and assemble the troops now. Just the cries of the few will impact nations worldwide. Now, can you imagine these young adults, these children, these teenagers and great school children that are just getting filled with the glory of God, the presence of God on them so strong, you know, and then worshiping God. That's having a great impact. And this yes. is going to spread. All right. He said, as Paul Revere impacted the world by his midnight ride through the streets, rousing the troops to battle, my prophets and patriots will do the same in this hour with the same worldwide impact. Imagine mm -hmm. if Paul Revere didn't get on his horse and didn't ride through the streets and declare the British are coming, the British are coming and get everybody up and moving. Imagine if he didn't do it. And because he did, what an impact it had that started the Revolutionary War. The people got to their posts, you know, and didn't let the enemy oppress them. Mm -hmm. that's the, what's going to happen in this hour? Get the people with that same anointing on them, like Paul Revere, to get the troops up to battle. Which What's our battle? Love. Forgive. Huh? Worship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Get in his presence. Oh, pick up the weapons of our warfare, get into the word, meditate on the word, declare the word, speak the truth, declare yes. and decree what God is saying, not what the enemy is saying. Those are our weapons. He's saying this, my people assemble and get to their posts. The same thing's going to happen. Okay. There's going to be a revolution against evil and goodness is going to take over. Freedom's coming back. We need freedom. Amen. Yes. <laughs> All right. And then, now, uh, he began, he, uh, this continued, um, uh, this is on in four, point four. Um, during our Sunday worship service in a vision, um, our pastor was in exhorting, this was on Sunday morning, exhorting everyone, Pastor James was exhorting everyone to worship enthusiastically to go into the third heaven. That, you know, we're on the earth here, this is the first heaven, the atmosphere. Now we have the second heaven and the evil spirits are in that second heaven. We go past that second heaven into the third heaven where the kingdom of God is, okay? This is where the Father and Jesus sitting on the throne, heaven is up there. And so he was exhorting us not to stay in the area of our flesh or, or just even into the second heaven, but really go right into the third heaven with worship. Get right before the throne of God. And he was exhorting us to do that, all right? And as he, as he was saying this, I had a vision and I saw worship angels coming along each side of us and going before the throne of God. So each one of us that was assembled there for worship had an angel beside us and we were before mm -hmm. the throne of God, worshiping God. And these angels were right with us worshiping. When we got through worshiping and were released, these angels went with us 
to our poster. Oh, wow. Yes. And we're partnering with the angels. So the angels we were worshiping with came with us here. And then they were giving us the decrees from heaven, what to mm -hmm. declare, what to pray, what to decree. And then as we decreed it, those angels were going forth and making it happen and implementing what we were saying. Wow. That's what he's doing. This is, this is what we're in now. Okay. Oh, um, let me see. He said, uh, uh, okay, when his army assembles and worships wholeheartedly with his hosts, it will be like the shot heard round the world that began the war that won our independence. So this is what he was showing mm. all through the service. He's talking to me about this wow. the chapter. He said, um, he explained this just as significant as the first shot of the world of the war for your independence are the decrees of my loyal, faithful ecclesia as they rally my troops to worship in the third heaven. And so there's going to be those with that have that anointing like Paul Revere, like the, what the pastor was doing that Sunday morning, rallying the troops. Come on, let's get right into the, thr the throne room. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's mm -hmm. here in the flesh, be distracted and observing what's going on. Fully participate in worship. Worship with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Get into it. You know, he was doing that. And as those people encourage us, this is what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was going to ask you real quick on that point. Some people are like, well, how do I do third heaven worship? Cause you know, practically they, they don't understand that. So I know you, you just kind of answered it right there, okay. but can you answer that question real quick for yes, people who sure. say, well, how do I just go right into third heaven worship? Well, the thing is, is that we are body and we're spirit. We are a spirit that has a body. Mm -hmm. And so what we've got to do is get out of the flesh with all our distractions and whatnot and get into the spirit, you know, just go picture yourself going before the throne of God. Because that's literally, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. We're going to see ourselves there. Okay. And the Holy Spirit will help us. You know, we just say, Holy Spirit, help me to get into that place of deep worship. What does the yeah. Father say? He loves those who worship him in spirit and in truth. So it's the whole, with the Holy Spirit helping us, we just enter into that. It's a sovereign thing. What's happening with these kids in these revival is the Holy Spirit's falling on them. They're prostrate on the ground. They're worshiping with all their heart. And it's the yes. Holy Spirit that does it. So just say, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> help me to get rid of this flesh that tries yeah. to distract me and help me to just stay in the spirit and go before your throne and worship with all my heart. And the Holy Spirit will, because is that God's will? Yes. And if we pray according to the will of God, it's done for us. All right? Yes. Amen. Help. Yes. <laughs> and stay there. Stay in the spirit. Okay? And if distractions come to sing. Get out of here, distraction, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and stay in that place in the spirit. All right? <laughs> okay. Um, oh, oh, this, this, um, this, this was a word the Lord spoke to me. I had had a, I spoke about it in the last time I was on the show. I had just had a, um, a Zoom call with two pastors mm -hmm. from Malaysia. And while I was on the Zoom call, I prayed for them for the glory to fall. And I explained ahead of time how the Lord has 
has instructed me, release my glory. Whenever you say I release your glory, my glory is going to fall. So I, I built up their faith. I said, now expect the glory is going to fall. <laughs> so I closed my eyes and I prayed and I released the glory on them, prayed for them. And I opened my eyes and the whole computer, except for where I was in that little square, was all foggy, a huge, thick fog. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at the computer. I'm like, where are my computer? <laughs> Did you turn on smoke machines in your house? <laughs> So this is when he talked to me about my reaction. <laughs> because I was like, what's wrong with my computer? I'm here I just got pr through praying for his glory to fall. His glory fell. And I'm like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> so he said to me, be amazed at what you see us do as you pray and decree our words. But never doubt in disbelief or be shocked that we did what we said we would do. Now, mm. the same thing. Now, we're seeing all these kids. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, God. We are amazed. Yes. yes. You said you were going to do it. You prophesied it years ago that this was going to be a great move, that you were going to move through the children. We don't doubt it for a minute. We're amazed. Yes, Lord. We're more of you. <laughs> yes. Don't yes. Doubt it. Okay. <laughs> he said, rejoice when you see signs and wonders because it will become commonplace if you continue to believe. Mm. You see what we believe. He's saying, you know, the enemy's attacking, trying to rob us of our faith, rob us of our love, okay? And God's yeah. saying, stand firm in faith. Oh, and what I've spoken to you, what I've spoken to you through the prophets, what I've spoken to you through my word, stand firm in faith and don't let unbelief come near you. Oh, because you're going to, he said, if you continue to believe, we're going to see wonderful signs and wonders. And it's just a wonderful sign and wonder to see these children are being used by God and, yeah. and just being converted. Many conversions, two conversions. He said, the days ahead will be filled with the signs of my pleasure in my children who stood fast and faithful in this war over the world. The mm -hmm. enemy has not held back his wickedness and as he signs of his evil ways on mankind. Now you will see with your eyes the outpouring of my goodness in many ways, times, and places. I am not limited in what I can do to show myself mighty. Eyes will behold my wonder, and in awe they will drop to their knees in true worship and in submission. Now he gave me this word January 19th, and this is exactly what we're seeing happening. In these on these college campuses in their chapels, it says in awe they will drop to their knees in true worship and in submission. And Beautiful. if you go on YouTube or wherever they've got the the videos of these teenagers, they're on their faces. They've dropped to their knees. So this is what you told me back January nineteenth. This is what's coming, and it's here. <laughs> yeah, and you know how can you not? Yeah, how can you not? come into the, you know, a genuine holiness move of God. And I mean, that is the response is just dropping to your knees and weeping and spending time with the Lord and not wanting to leave. And you don't care about eating anymore. You don't care about schedules anymore. It's, it's so sovereign. It's so holy that 
you can't help but do it's like you something in you you know you're led by the spirit sons of god are led by the spirit of god and the spirit of god just it leads you to just prostrate prostrate yourself just right before god because that's the position you want to go to you know like we cast our crowns at his feet that's the position your heart wants to be in when you're near him Amen. like you can't help it but do that Amen. It's so, it's so beautiful. Amen. It's wonderful, huh? That we're alive right now. Yes. He said, not just signs and wonders will become apparent and frequent, but miracles and healings too. Deliverance will be easy and much quicker and it will be long lasting. My glory makes all things wonderful and easy. He said, lean on us in this time of the expansion of our kingdom and you will be refreshed and never exhausted. Exhilarated and filled with wonder will be your new mantra. Keep absorbing more of our glory and you will never be depleted in any way. So with, this is yeah. going to bring about some work for us. We're going to have to mentor a lot of people. We're going to have to bring people through deliverance. We're going to, you know, there's going to be people coming into the kingdom that we're going to be shocked at, that they are coming in. But he said, don't worry, I'll give you the strength. You just remember to stay close to me. Keep soaking and marinating in my glory. And that's where your strength will come from. Okay. Oh, and then after I've got this in my notes, after I received this word this past Friday night, I was at church and there was a young man there for the first time at the church service. And um, his friend had brought him. They live like in Tampa, three, four hours away. And um, so I asked him, I said, have, have you ever gotten the baptism of the Holy Spirit? And he said, no, but I always wanted it. I said, well, you're not leaving here tonight without it. <laughs> so so I, I had him sit next to me and I taught him about what the baptism of the Holy Spirit was. And I prayed for him and immediately he got baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he's praying in tongues. And while I'm praying for him, I notice these two demons that are above him, like are overshadowing him. And I, I commanded them to go. And as mm. quick as that, these two entities left. I could feel it. Like what happens to me when I'm praying for people, I can experience what's going on physically. And I could feel like wow. the like whoosh, they lifted off. And he was like, oh, I felt that. He felt the wow. exact same thing that I felt. Or these spirits just lifted off him. And his whole countenance changed. Praise like, God. Oh my goodness, his whole face. And he, he started talking. He was he was changed. Even his conversation was different. Everything was mm -hmm. different um, in just that quick. And that's what yes. God said. That's what's gonna happen in my glory. And this was after we had been soaking in the glory, the end of the night, it's like midnight. <laughs> 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 and boom, like that. He gets set free. Baptized, mm. delivered. So God oh, said, this is what's coming in my glory. I make all things easy. Is that wonderful? Yes. So Amen. wonderful. I know. All right. Now I'll go down to the next point. Okay. Um, he said to me, this is a short one. Fire from heaven will fall on the masses and lives will change. All the prayers of my children are not in vain. And we've been praying for years for revival. We've been praying for years and years and years. 
He said, they're not in vain. I have heard each one and like a treasure, I hold them close to my heart. To partner with my son is the most effective way to live and to pray. By my spirit, all this happens. So don't doubt that we are hearing you and are going to answer all you bring before us led by our spirit. He's saying, don't doubt the prayers that you've been praying for your unsaved loved ones, for your yeah. community. Don't doubt. He says, I'm hearing, I'm taking those prayers, I'm treasuring them. They're all going to be answered. Oh, all the prayers that we pray led by the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm going to answer them. Is that Amen. beautiful? Yes. He said, as my son was so effective because he listened and followed my spirit, we have children that are doing the same and they too will be very effective in bringing my will from heaven to the earth. Mm. So we're going to, it's just wonderful things. We, you know, I'm reading this and it's like, we're watching God doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, right before our eyes. <laughs> like a week before he said it, now he's doing it. So he's performing his word very quickly in this hour. Uh, I'm going to share uh, this uh, last um, visitation I had. Um, he brought me in, into heaven, into this garden and it's uh, i talk about it all in my book the god uh, the glory of god revealed in um there's a mountain in heaven and it's solid gold and and wow. i call it the mountain of glory and it's just solid gold and he told me he said that this mountain and there's a garden there and this as i climbed the mountain on the side there was a beautiful beautiful plush garden and everything's gro growing in gold now the gold represents the glory he said, this is a special reward for my children who are glory seekers. Anyone who sought my glory when they were on the earth, this is a special place they get to come to in heaven. But people that didn't seek his glory, that's not their reward. When They, they have other things, but that's not their reward. All right. Mm. So he has brought me there and I, I detail a lot of the, th the uh, visitations in the book. But now again, he brought me there and I had forgotten the size, the mammoth size of the flowers and the foliage there. Um, I'd seen many things, children there, children playing with Jesus. I've seen a big elephant, you know, a lot of different things there. And so uh, this day he brought me, he was spotlighting again, the foliage. And he said, um, oh, <laughs> Everything good and beautiful is magnified in my glory. So I'm, now I'm looking at these flowers. Every flower is three feet in diameter. The leaves, the trees. Wow. I felt like a little tiny creature looking up at these big, enormous plants. Okay. Wow. Yes, yeah, it's, it's incredible because they're, and it, they're growing in the glory. And he said, everything is magnified that is in my glory. And he said, just as we magnify what is beautiful in this garden that is nourished and growing in our glory, on the earth, those who marinate and are nourished in our glory have their beauty and goodness magnified. Gifts mm -hmm. grow in the glory. Miracles happen easily for those who live in our glory. Prayers are quickly answered and joy cascades on their lives and from them, like a wonderful waterfall for those who spend time and soak and marinate in the glory. And now is the time it's going to be easy. 
because he's pouring his glory out. We just got to, with faith, huh? Sit with him and expect that he's going to pour out his glory on us and expect yes. it. You know, and just, I, I have a CD set that I teach people how to marinate, how to soak in the glory, absorb his glory. And he said, just a sprinkling of my glory won't have this dramatic an impact, but the saturation in our glory will. A daily soaking and visiting with us will produce what you are seeing in our garden of glory, a multiplication and magnification of all that is good and beautiful in you. Mm -hmm. God looks at us and he finds all that's good in us. Yes. You know, we might look at ourselves and say, I don't do this and I don't do that. <laughs> we, you know, <sighs> but God looks at us and he finds every, everything that's good. And then within the glory, he says, those things in us that are good are going to magnify. They're going to grow bigger <laughs> mm. and better. And the gifts he's given us and the talents he's given us, they're going to explode in the glory and expand. Isn't that wonderful? Like someone that has a beautiful voice. Can you imagine with the glory and that? Oh, wow. So anointed, huh? Yes. Oh. The miracles happening as the person singing and worshiping. So in the if, if you're an intercessor, I feel this. There's some people that are really powerful intercessors. He say, you smoke in my glory, marinate in my glory, and your prayers are going to be even more powerful, more effective. You're going to see miracles happen as you pray. Mm. Amen. Okay, let me let me see where I left off here. Oh, okay. Um, and then while I was there. I saw this big, enormous bee. It was a bumblebee. And it has yellow and black stripes. And it was huge. And I'm like, well, wait a minute now. Am I really seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jesus knows, of course, what I'm thinking. And he, he's like, didn't you see a big, huge butterfly that you, we rode on together over the United States? It was one time that I was in the spirit. Wow. And came. We were up in the Garden of Glory. And this butterfly came. And Jesus and I got on the butterfly and flew over the west coast of the United States and down across the southern part. And as I looked down, I could see revival breaking out in those regions. And I could see big, like light beams coming from heaven to the earth. And people were taking to the streets and worshiping God in those regions. I, and wow. I was watching this. This was probably maybe two years ago, a year and a half ago. Wow. And I saw it. Yeah, so he reminded me about that butterfly. <laughs> and he said, this bee has to be this big. He called it a super bee because it had a big work to do. Had to go and get the pollen from these enormous flowers. And if it was just little bees doing it, it'd be too much work. So here's the super bee going, <laughs> the pollen from these flowers. And then taking it to make honey. And like days before, um, I was in an encounter in the spirit. And as I was in my prayer time, I saw this yellow substance just being poured over me. And I thought, well, this must be the oil of unity from Psalm 133. Mm -hmm. The oil of unity is like that oil that poured over Aaron's head down his beard. And, mm -hmm. but then he showed me what it was, was the honey from, oh, wow. yeah, from heaven, honey from heaven. Mm -hmm. And this is what he said. Okay. Oh, uh, the, um, 
The oil of, like the oil of unity, this honey held all the qualities found in God's glory. Love, purity, unity, holiness, goodness, wisdom, along with great revelations. All, it, just like honey on the earth is a, is a wonderful substance. It's so healthy. Mm -hmm. He's saying this honey that comes from heaven, from the garden of glory, <laughs> as my children encounter me, they're going to get this honey poured over them. Mm -hmm. um, and he said, those who visit, um, oh, I wrote this down. Those who visit this garden in heaven frequently by soaking in his glory are smeared with this heavenly honey. This makes us sweet and flavorful like Jesus. When we speak his words, they will drip like honey from our mouths and greatly nourish all who listen. Healing mm -hmm. is in the heavenly honey, as well as deliverance from what pollutes us from living on the earth. Mm. And this is what Jesus said. He said, you and those like you who sit in our courts, seeking our nearness, our glory, are bringing the unity and harmony from heaven to the earth, along with wonderful, sweet revelation and words from us. And the confirming scripture I got was from Isaiah 54. And it's, and all your citizens will be taught by me and their prosperity will be great. Mm. It, it's, it's, you know, and I was reading in a little bit of my book today, uh, The Glory of God Revealed. And he said, I'm, I give you these heavenly visitations and I want you to share them freely with my children because I want my children to be more heavenly minded mm. and earthly minded. And that this fuels some thoughts that will cause us to think about heaven and not so yeah. much that's going on here on the earth. You know, you wonder, why does God give us these revelations? <laughs> he showed me that. He said that this is what that produces in my children. And also, for those that have lost loved ones, their grief will not be so severe because they're going to see their loved ones happy in heaven. That, yes. that they're, they're going to know the details of what goes on in heaven and they're going to be happy that they're enjoying those things as much as that we miss our loved ones that pass away. But if we mm -hmm. know they're enjoying themselves where, you know, it takes some of that sorrow away. So he said, that's why I want you releasing these revelations that I give you because it will inspire people, you know, and it will cause people to be more heavenly minded and less upset when their loved ones pass away. Oh, well, we're so glad that you share them with us because <laughs> we get to visualize all the stuff that you say and get to kind of go along with you. Maybe we're not actually there like you are, but we get to kind of visualize along with you. And I know people are wanting you to pray before we end because you talked about the honey and the anointing and the love of God. And, you know, we all want to experience more of, you know, the presence and the love of God. It's who he is. Like you said, God mm -hmm. is love and mm -hmm. he indwells inside of us. He is love. So would you just uh, pray for the viewers before Absolutely. we end the show today? Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to share one thing that um, right after I had that uh, revelation with the butterfly, that visitation, I shared it at church and there was a woman there and she came running forward and she had a, a big piece of paper. She had drawn a picture her son had died from COVID and he was uh, probably 1920 and, and oh. he had wandered from God. And so she was upset, of course, 
that she had lost him, but upset, wondering if he made it to heaven. So she liked to draw. She, she had some art. She was like an artist. And so she had drawn a picture. And she drew a picture of a beautiful apple tree and a big butterfly near her son. And the butterfly was enormous. And she said, why am I drawing this butterfly so big? And when I told how I saw this butterfly that day in heaven, oh, before the apple tree, when it came to take me on the ride. And she, she was like, this was God saying to her, your son is here in the garden of glory. Oh, oh she running up. look, look, she showed the whole church. She was, it, it, oh. so she had that assurance how good that is. He's yes. So, he's so good. So I'm going to pray for those that are really right now, I feel that we, many of us have lost loved ones, you know, just in the last couple of years, but, and, and for God to comfort every single one. Okay. Amen. Because if, in those of us that lose children, their inheritance that God has shown me, if we're glory seekers, they get to go into the garden of glory. They, they get that inheritance. So Father, I pray right now for all those that have suffered loss, have lost their loved ones through whatever circumstances, that you would bring comfort right now to them and that you would give them that assurance like you gave the woman at church that their loved one is in heaven with you. I pray they would even have dreams oh, ha, of their loved one enjoying the wonders of heaven, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would give your people wonderful visitations, Lord God, that you would take us out of the natural realm and help us to get into the third heaven to experience your presence, your glory, and the wonders of heaven. I pray, Lord, that our prayers and our worship and our love for you will bring your glory from heaven to the earth. Oh, we thank you so much, Lord. I pray for those that are suffering with any kind of sickness right now. I release the glory of God right now to touch you, to fill you, to overshadow you, to bring healing. Oh, that beautiful honey from heaven to come and cloak you with healing that's in that honey. And I command uh, skin ailments to disappear in the name of Jesus. I command all disease to go in the name of Jesus. So, and those with wounded, broken hearts, I release the glory of God to your hearts now, that your hearts will be whole and healed and strong, filled with joy and filled with peace in the name of Jesus. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I release your glory now. Let your glory fall on every single listener in their homes, on their loved ones, in their communities. So, ha, let them have encounters with you. Oh, that they, that they are astounded by, that they're in awe of. Oh, ha, that they will never forget. Father, I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, speaking of heaven, I know there's going to be a heavenly cruise coming up. <laughs> I want you to talk about that because I just think that's going to be so awesome. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, in September, September 24th to October 1st. Um, and at the bottom on the left-hand side of the uh, flyer, 
is a Pastor Sharon's phone number and there's the heavenlycruise.com. If you're interested, you can call her or you can go on the website and it's going to be, it's all going to be about the glory. We're going to be encountering the glory. There's going to be personal ministry that's going to take place. And it's going to be a lot of fun because uh, Dr. Emmanuel Johnson is going to be there with me doing this and Steve Swanson. And uh, when Manuel and I work together, it's like an explosion of God's glory. <laughs> Something happens. It's just incredible. So uh, it's going to be a wonderful thing. So if you're interested and you have something you'd like to do, uh, get out, go on the website or check with Pastor Sharon with the phone number there. It'll be wonderful. So heavenlycruises.com. And then the number is right there on the screen. It's 209 588 nine five six five and it's a seven day caribbean conference cruise Ooh, it's gonna be so fun september 24th through october 1st 2023 so if you're interested make sure that you call because i'm sure she's gonna get quite a quite a few calls um yeah. about this so make sure you you call and donna you said that it's kind of far away so that way people can save and plan and you give, right. you give everybody enough time to kind of get their stuff into place. Yes. They, I think they have a, a payment plan that people like to do, get advance notice so that every month they can make pay, a payment on it. And it doesn't, it's not unaffordable that like way. Like one big lump sum. Yeah. yeah. Well, that helps. That definitely yeah. helps. And yeah. then I know you talked about a couple, you talked about your book today, which maybe you can hold up again. So people, sure. if they're interested in reading more about what you shared. Yeah, and then this, you also talked about a CD set that you that have to, okay. And that's Soaking in the Glory. I, I probably should have named it Marinating in the Glory. <laughs> 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 the more we soak in the glory, in the presence of God, uh, the more we get his fragrance on us. And what's his fragrance? Love. <laughs> yes. Just and so they can they love. can get those at DonnaRigney.org, right? Yes. Is, yes. Okay. Yes. I have three books and I have the CD set there. That's at DonnaRigney.org. We also have something coming up next weekend, February 24th, 25th, and 26th, um, a prophetic gathering at the Church on the Rock. All these events are on my website. And um, okay. Miles Kilby, our son John, and myself are going to do a prophet's chat. We're going to, on Friday night, plus, you know, of course, the prayer. We do our prayer, <laughs> too. And, uh, and then Saturday, from 1 to 4 or 5 o'clock, we're going to have a, a gathering with the prophets. They're going to each speak and ministering one-on-one -on -one with the people. We really feel that God wants us to be able to uh, prophesy and bless people. This just happened today. Someone that our, our son comes, he's, been, he's a prophet. And, and uh, Miles Kilby's a prophet. And they just have wonderful gifts. And um, somebody that came to the church like two weeks ago, John was ministering there with me. And um, he had prophesied that they were going to get uh, a promotion. And so the gentleman just called my husband today and said he got the, I called my son today and said he got the biggest promotion of his life. Oh, praise God. Oh, <laughs> he was awesome. crying. <laughs> and just oh, the wonderful. Of God. But because what it is, is that when the prophets prophesy, it says that God performs the words of his prophets. If when I first started operating in the gift of prophecy, I was nervous about giving the words. I would just, you know, pray them or think them. And the Lord said, my word says, 
I perform the words of my prophets, not the thoughts. And so, <laughs> so as we speak the words that God is giving us, we're his mouthpiece. He's going to give us the message. We speak it. He performs it. And so this is what we're seeing happen with so many people are getting prophetic words and God's performing them. And we're just in that hour where it's suddenly, quickly, now we're not waiting. And so yes. we just felt led to um, have this opportunity for people to come and get ministry. And the, oh, all the information on the website. Oh, that's awesome. Don. Anything else, Donnie, you want to share? Any other um, social media platforms or um, things I, coming I'm up? I'm on uh, YouTube. We have our YouTube channel. And um, we do. All, we are also doing the gathering on uh, the first Saturday in March. It's booked, but Delora O'Brien said if people get there early, there's a possibility they could get a seat. So we, okay. we have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, you do. I know. It's exciting. <laughs> it's the glory. Yes. The glory of God is being poured out. And people are hungry, hungry, hungry for the real, for the presence of God, for the love of God. And they yes. want to hear, they want to hear what God is saying to them. And to, you know, I, I just encourage people to develop your own relationship with the Lord, to get in, meditate in the word, spend time in the word of God. And, and then he, he's speaking to us all the time. We just got to open our ears to hear him, position yes. ourselves to listen. Amen. Well, thanks, Donna, for being with us today. We love you so much. And I'm excited for all the Lord's doing through you guys and hear all your testimony. It's incredible. God is really moving. And thank you guys so much for joining us today. We love you. You're our family. Tomorrow, Steve will be back with you guys. And he's going to be with Dr. Sharon Stone and Dr. Arlene Westerhoff. So you do not want to miss tomorrow's show. Love you guys so much. And God bless you. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.